Today on the newscast, with the disastrous U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan now complete, will the Iranian regime look to push U.S. forces out of Iraq and Syria as well? Get my take coming up. Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. I'm usually tieless for you here on the newscast, but I wore a tie for you today because I just wrapped up filming on some very special upcoming TBN programs that you won't want to miss. A 9-11 anniversary special plus a show about the rise of China and the rise of Christian persecution around the globe. You will not want to miss these folks as soon as I have the air dates and times I will give them to you in the meantime. The United States completed its disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal yesterday, Monday, August 30th. Now, that was one day early. August 31st, today, was the original deadline, but the last troops left yesterday. Kabul and, by extension, Afghanistan now belong to the Taliban. And at the same time, you've got al-Qaeda working hand-in-glove with the Taliban, ISIS-K, that ISIS offshoot, also roaming around the country and gaining in strength. There is a very good chance that Afghanistan will once again become a global terror hub. It is governed, quote-unquote now, by a terrorist organization, the Taliban, whose ideology is practically indistinguishable from al-Qaeda. That's why the Taliban sheltered and harbored al-Qaeda before 9-11, and allowed Osama bin Laden and his minions to plan the 9-11 attacks. That's why the United States originally entered Afghanistan. Remember that? It's been 20 years, and a lot of people seem to have forgotten. Imagine if you were a family member of someone killed on 9-11, or a soldier killed in Afghanistan over these past 20 years, and you heard the comments given yesterday by General Kenneth McKenzie, the head of U.S. Central Command. Now, I swear I might start doing a regular segment called McKenzie Watch here in the newscast. We've been talking about him a lot over the past few days, and it ain't good. Yesterday, McKenzie said that the Taliban has been very pragmatic and businesslike in assisting the U.S. in the withdrawal, and they have been very helpful and useful. That's the head of U.S. Central Command, who, by the way, the other day, also lauded the Taliban for its security around the U.S. airport and said, we are informing the Taliban how they can best protect us. I'm quoting him. He used the word protect in regards to the Taliban protecting U.S. soldiers inside Kabul airport. What a long way we've come, or should I say, what a long way we've gone downwards in the past 20 years when we now have a top U.S. general essentially praising the Taliban. There's no other way to put it, folks. And uh, outsourcing security for United States personnel to a terrorist organization which helped facilitate the worst terror attack on U.S. soil uh, in American history. Iran is Afghanistan's next-door neighbor. And folks, I can tell you the regime was taking notes and watching this very closely. They're feeling very good about themselves, which brings us to Iraq and Syria. Some 800 U.S. soldiers in Syria right now, I believe 2,000 in Iraq, perhaps 2,500, and the Iranian regime and its allies, its proxies in the region, would like nothing more than to duplicate what just went down in Afghanistan. They want to see the U.S. beat a hasty retreat. 
They want to give the tail between its legs impression. They want to give the impression that they are chasing America out of the Middle East for good. I've been saying this for months now, folks, as I've been documenting these attacks against U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria, in particular in Iraq, carried out by these Iran-backed Iraqi Shia militias in that country, armed to the teeth with rockets and missiles and attack drones, and using them against U.S. bases and targeting U.S. personnel repeatedly, really over the past few years, but in particular since President Biden took office in January. Now there is a good chance that Iran, and the word we've been using, by the way, on the newscast over the past few days is accelerate. Acceleration in the sinister schemes of the likes of the Iranian regime and China and other bad actors on the world stage. Will Iran accelerate now, or at least look to accelerate, attacks against U.S. personnel in Iraq and Syria again to create that impression of chasing the U.S. out the door and giving the U.S. another humiliating black eye on the world stage. I think it is a very real possibility. I am watching that closely to see what Iran, those Iraqi Shia militias, what they are going to do in the days and weeks to come. To say that Afghanistan was a global game changer is no understatement. Believe me, it is a major, major game changer on many levels. We haven't even begun to see the repercussions yet. So stay tuned. We will be documenting it here, of course, on the newscast along those lines, talking about Iran in Iraq. I was in Iraq almost two years ago to the day I flew to Iraqi Kurdistan with our watchman crew. We were able to hook up with the Kurdish Peshmerga, the brave fighters there, pro-American forces who fought alongside U.S. forces and helped defeat the ISIS caliphate uh, in Iraq and Syria with the, with the assistance, of course, of heavy U.S. air power. Uh, the Peshmerga did a lot of the fighting on the ground against ISIS. They fought Saddam Hussein. They fought communism. Now they are threatened by those Iranian-backed Iraqi Shia militias. I was near Iraq's borders with Iran and Turkey, and I had the chance to sit down with a Peshmerga general who gave me a very good window into what the Iranian regime is doing in the region and why you need to be concerned. Take a look. General, first, tell us about your unit. This is such an important unit that you command. You live in a very dangerous neighborhood here. We have Iran, Syria, Turkey. Tell us about your unit and why it is so important for the Kurdish people. In general, the Peshmerga is responsible to provide security and safety for the entire population of the Kurdistan region, no matter their religion or ethnicity. There is no difference. We as the Peshmerga in this brigade, located in this area, are responsible to provide safety and security for this region. It is very important because it is located in the triangle border with three different countries, Iraq, Syria, and Turkey. Well, ISIS, the caliphate, has been crushed, General, uh, with the Peshmerga leading the charge on the ground to defeat them. But now there's a new threat forming here in the region, and it's the Iranian regime and those Shia militias. Uh, talk about what a threat Iran and its proxies pose to Iraqi Kurdistan 
and to the Middle East. The Iranian regime and its militias are a real serious threat to not only us, but for the entire region and the international community as well. And they should be stopped. Iran is a worldly country, yet they have dedicated all their resources to making problems in other countries, like Iraq, Syria, Lebanon and Yemen. They should be stopped at some point. They are using their influence with the Shia ideas and philosophies to take over the situation in these countries. For example, in Iraq, they formed the Shia militias. And according to the Iraqi parliament, they made them an official force inside the army. They are now an army inside the army. They announced they even formed an air force, especially for the Shia militias. They are a real danger to the future. What America is doing right now are good steps to take against them, speaking of the sanctions. Again, uh, Iraqi Kurdistan, you're a free, democratic, peace-loving people in the middle of a very dangerous neighborhood. Is there anything you would like to say to the world uh, about Iraqi Kurdistan? As you mentioned, it was an honor for us, the Peshmerga, to fight on behalf of the international community and the free world. But my message for the Americans and the entire world is that we, the Peshmerga, our fight is for freedom, for human rights and for democracy. We are fighting all the radical forces in this region. We have a lot of common values with the West and we are seeking their support in the future. Because, as you mentioned, we are fighting on behalf of the international community against all these radical forces in the region. Our fight is for freedom, for human rights, for democracy. We are also fighting against those radical forces that are against the coexistence that exists in our Kurdish region. It's their concept from the first day they came, from their Iranian revolution. Their goal is to lead the Islamic world. So it is either against Zionism, or against Christians, or against human rights, or against the international community. They want to lead. They want to be the main power, the main superpower of the Islamic world. That was an amazing production trip to Iraqi Kurdistan. We documented it on the Watchman TV show. You can check it out in our archives here under full TV episodes on our YouTube channel. While you're there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time we post a new video from the Middle East and beyond. I think an interesting point here to mention, remember, that Kurdish general who I interviewed there on the ground, just not very far from the Iran border, he is a Sunni Muslim. This is a Muslim criticizing another Muslim nation, Iran. Yes, I know Iran is Shia, the Kurds are Sunni, but just so you know, this is not only a problem for Israel or the United States, Europe, the West. The Iranian regime poses a direct threat to the Kurds, uh, to the Saudis, Jordan, Egypt, the UAE, and they know it. So they also pose a direct threat to the Arab Muslim world. And speaking of making moves and feeling emboldened, the Kurds are another population in the Middle East right now that have a bullseye on their backs from the likes of Turkey, the Iranian regime, the Assad regime. So the Kurds also are not feeling very good, I'm sure, about how Afghanistan just played out. But folks, keep this in your prayer. Lift up the people of Afghanistan right now who are left behind, the women, Christians there, Afghans who work with the U.S. Remember, up to 200 U.S. citizens are still on the ground in Afghanistan, left behind along with thousands 
of Afghans who again work with the U.S. and their lives are now at risk. Pray for them and pray with purpose when you do it. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.